Hey fam, welcome back to the podcast. Yay, episode two. I'm pretty excited about this one because um, I've got some good stuff for you. But first things first, I want to send a thousand thank yous to everybody who has subscribed to the podcast so far and to everybody that has um, been listening and giving me feedback too. I really, really do appreciate that you guys are supporting the podcast. And um, yes, please do share with your friends if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast. And, um, you know, if you like content, do share with your friends on your various social media platforms. Okie dokie. So this week, I've decided that I want to talk about something that is in some societies very taboo to speak on. Um, You know, once you bring this topic up, you know, on social media, then there's there's difference in opinions and how you know this this particular thing is managed, how this particular thing is 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 seen, and I, I I figured that it would be a good idea for me maybe to just share, you know, how I do things, which will hopefully help those that you know are not very good at it to do well to do better and to live their best lives ultimately so what am i talking about i'm talking about saving money yeah i'm talking about saving money chelete chankura okay that's black okay (laughs) actually that is not even it but anyway that that's besides the point the point is i'm going to be talking about saving money right so uh financial literacy in a lot of societies i think much like south africa is lacking um particularly in our education system we you know go to school go through life orientation sit for 45 minutes in that class learning about you know abstinence and all of these all of the good stuff you know um that that pertain to navigating our way through life as as teenagers and you know potential young adults but financial literacy is lacking like i mean i I can even admit you know for myself that i it it took a while for me to get to where i am in terms of how i manage money and it took a long time for me to have a good relationship with money um and it was painful too because i mean there's there's nothing cute about being broken there's nothing cute about or let me say there's nothing comfortable about not having money um, particularly when you've got responsibilities and you've got, you know, goals and you have needs and all of these things that require money. So I'm just hoping that, you know, with sharing the, learn- the knowledge, sorry, that I have um, with regards to saving money will help those who are in such situations where, you know, it's a little tough getting through, you know, everyday life, um, you know, living literally hand to mouth. I was watching the show, I blew it. And there's this one particular gent that really, 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 I don't know. I guess you could say that his story, it didn't necessarily touch me, but it really had me thinking about, you know, how we as humans can prioritize important things, right? So long story short, this guy came upon a particular, you know, amount of money. Um, I can't remember the exact story but he came across a fortune and he spent that money on you know women on booze and i think the 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 thing that really 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 got me 
and that I thought, okay, maybe he's on the right track. Maybe he's not going to be like all of the other people in previous episodes was that he used some of the money that he got to start a business with his brother, which I thought was pretty impressive because I'm just like, if you're going to have money, you want it to be sustainable, right? So a business is a great way to go. If you've got, you know, a brilliant business plan and, you know, this business is going to help your community and society at large, there's, it's inevitable that you're going to make, you know, some sort of money. Now, you know, man started, I think it was a food franchise of sorts with his brother and he let his brother manage the, the business while he was just living his best life, you know, eating his money. Which is fine, I suppose. I mean, if you trust your brother to do the right thing, then I don't see why not. So, you know, time went on and he had run out of the money that he was using to spend on himself. And he thought, okay, I could use, you know, money from the business to fall back and, you know, kind of get myself back up financially. And only to find that his brother was mismanaging the funds. He didn't even really check up on the business that much or he he didn't seem quite interested in checking in on the business over time. So, you know, his brother was mismanaging funds. The business obviously fell um, and he ended up back where he was and one thing that he said that really 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 touched me was that he said he didn't even think he he says looking back on his behavior when he had the money he is heartbroken because he didn't even think to save for his children's future that for me was heartbreaking dog because i'm thinking sure it's it's it might not be practical to push our kids into going to university when they're done with school but you know at least having money saved up or money invested somewhere that they can have to either start a business or you know go to school with that money and in some cases you know if you've built up enough of um you know wealth in your family you can even put money away for your children to like travel and do you know fun stuff after they leave school before they start to get serious with their lives although i personally prefer that you know a a person gets serious with their life as soon as possible because life is so unpredictable so hence you know saving money i feel like is such a great way to cushion any financial blow that you could possibly have right again guys i'm not a financial expert i'm not a pro at this i'm just sharing you know what's helped for me or what's helped me and what works for me so money saving tips i've got i think about seven points i've basically summarized everything i know into seven different points and then i'm going to try to expand on them here and there right so the first thing is absolving yourself of any guilt or negative feelings that you have towards money a lot of great things that can happen to you in your life start in the mind right so if you can bring yourself to a red table just like jada did she brought herself to the red table and she had to talk about her entanglements right you bring yourself to your red table and you say to yourself self let's talk about this now what's been happening how do we feel about money right now how do we feel about our current financial status and are we even 
in a in a mental space that will allow us to move forward from here like are you ready to take the necessary steps to making sure that your life is better in terms of your finances bring yourself to the red table and have a chat with yourself about it and absolve yourself of the guilt and any negative feelings that you have towards money because a good thing to do especially when you start you know setting goals financial goals it's always good to have a positive attitude there's nothing positive that can come to you or you cannot attract anything positive when your mindset is not in a positive space and that that for me has always been a thing like if i don't feel so sharp in j it's always good to just kind of take a step back and to not do anything and just you know gather my feelings and my emotions get my head where it needs to be before I can move forward. That's that's my relationship with money. So absolve yourself of the guilt, absolve yourself of the and let go of negative feelings that you might have towards money and then we can start then taking the first step, right? So the first step was absolving yourself of the guilt. Now the next step to take is to make an honest account or take an honest account of your past money spending habits. or financial habits. You know, things like a, a great way to do this, especially if you're able to track your your money, né? Is to take your bank statements, all of them for your 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 for all of the accounts that you've got, even with the credit card if you have one. Just take all of your statements, print them out, let's say for the past year, 6 months to a year. and then take a look at some of the things that you've been spending your money on like if you if you really have the time to do it get different color highlighters right so for uh let's say for fast food things or you know um for 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 expensive not necessarily expensive dinners man but like food that you did not cook yourself okay like going out to restaurants lunching brunches breakfasts dinners and all of that fast food things highlight them with one color and then just check how much you've you've spent on those things the next thing uh airtime and data um highlight that in a different color and see how much you've spent in the last 6 months to a year and then go on to things like for example um you know personal items like shoes or clothing um maybe if you've bought yourself a cell phone recently don't i i i don't want us to look at you know um highlighting bills or things that are important like your bond or your your car payments or your rent and all of those things or groceries maybe groceries would also be a good place to look at because you're probably buying food that you may not necessarily need but you just feel like if i have it in the fridge then at least i i i know that if i get hungry for whatever reason you know that's that i've got it you know and then you end up you know throwing out food that has expired over time and that's money wasted you know what i'm saying it's it's money wasted i've seen that with how i spend money on groceries like having all of these things in the fridge like at the beginning of the month the fridge is full of stuff and you're just like oh my god there's so much food and cool it's nice to have a lot of food but then if you don't eat the food you're wasting money you know and food is expensive we all know that food is expensive so nje 
it would be good like i said and i digress go back to your statements look at how you've behaving financially right take it an honest accountant to say okay maybe i'm spending too much money on takeouts maybe i'm spending too much on going out maybe i'm spending too much on alcohol i could be spending too much on you know recreational activities that probably don't even bring me that much fulfillment but because i just feel like well i i haven't been out in a while so let me just go and then you go you know all of the luxuries take an account of what you've been spending right and then see where you can make cuts and that leads me now to my next point point number three set goals for the future financial goals at that let's say for example you want to buy a house you need to set goals for that right because you can't just decide wake up one day and you know unless you know you got the money for it waking up one day and just deciding nope i'm gonna go buy a house somewhere and that'll be that these things require quite a lot of planning so setting goals for the future and especially writing them down or noting them somewhere makes them um tangible in your mind right it helps you to envision that which you want and envisioning what you want then makes it easier to work towards attaining those goals or achieving those goals so set money goals for the future if you want to buy a house set that goal if you want to buy a car set that goal if you want to study further set that goal if you want to go on you know an international trip for however long set that goal and as you're setting these goals do your research as well think about where you want to live if you want to buy a house will it be practical will where i want to stay be practical for me in terms of moving around going to and from work for example um are there places where i can be social with my people around where i want to live um you know things think about things like schools for example if your parents think about schools are there good schools around where i want to live and you know how how much will those fees for the schools cost if i live there all of these goals require you to really just take time out to just sit down and put them down do your research so that you can have reasonable achievable goals and once you see your goals as achievable once you look at them and you think to yourself yeah i can do this like this is not unreasonable even though it might take me a long time but i can see myself living this kind of life then it just makes it that much easier to to be motivated to you know um working with your money wisely right so once you've done that now here comes the work drafting your budget point number four drafting your budget you look at how much you've got now or not necessarily how much you've got now but you look at how much you earn on a monthly basis let's say for example for your short-term goals you could look at how much you earn on a monthly basis right and to say okay now that i have taken an honest account on, of my previous money spending habits right and i've realized that there's certain places where i need to make adjustments 
let me see if I can maybe allocate X amount every month to social activities. So dinners, lunches, brunches and such, partying maybe. Um, let me allocate a certain amount to saving. Oh no, yeah. Let me allocate a certain amount to saving. Now, generally when it comes to saving, I, I always have this, I, I remember watching a, a TED talk by, 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 oh, no, I can't even remember her name. But anyway, there was this lady who was doing a TED talk and she was talking about the, the 10% rule when it comes to saving your money. So let's say, for example, you have a thousand rands, you could put away 20% of that thousand rand. So that's 200 rand. Put 20% away as savings. You're left with 800 rand. Take however much you need for your bills. But now you also need to, when you're drafting your budget, you also need to look at how much your bills are. Make an honest account of how much it's going to cost you in terms of your bills, the essentials. So your car payments, rent or your bond, um, you know, your cell phone bill, if you have one, any bill, any, you know, debit order that will inevitably come out. So it could even be your Apple Music or your iTunes account, your Spotify account, um, Tidal, whatever it is. All of these bills that are going to, 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 to. Uh, come through to you at the end of the month take an account of how much that is weigh that against how much you earn and with the balance you can then go on to i guess you know um you know setting setting your your saving goals so a good way to do it is to take about 20% of whatever is left to save. And then anything else that is left, don't use it on miscellaneous shit, right? So it, it, it's it's always cool to have money that's just sitting there. But sometimes that money can also be used, you know, for emergencies, let's say, for example. It's always good to have money that is left over for emergencies or rainy days but we'll get to that one in a little bit so drafting your budget and please just be reasonable and be honest with yourself with your budget drafting your budget is going to require quite a lot is drafting and sticking to your budget rather is going to require quite a lot of discipline from you because for you to be financially wise some some sacrifices have to be made so it's always good to just tell yourself that there's stuff that I can really live without. Although they're nice to have, there's like things that I can really live without for a little while, just so that I can achieve my goals. These financial goals are more important to me than these little, you know, expenditures or luxuries that I have, you know, at my disposal. So it's always good to have that in, in mind. Um, so yes, please draft your budget, be honest with yourself, be disciplined about it. Cool. Then you go on and you live your life, right? So once you've accumulated enough savings, depending on how extensive your goals are, right? You can then invest money where you can. Like in later episodes, I'm going to have, 
you know, financial advisors coming in as guests to, you know, talk to us about, you know, some of the great places where you can invest your money depending on what goals you want to set for yourself. But essentially, investments are a great way to put money away, particularly for long-term goals. But investments are a great way to put money away so that you can achieve certain financial goals, whether they're long-term or short-term. And of course, depending on, you know, where you invest your money and how you invest your money, you could really, really generate quite a lot of wealth for yourself and maybe even for those around you or for the people that are going to come after you so yes invest when and if you can right the sixth point that was point number five the sixth point check your credit score okay you get better deals on you know uh for example interest rates on loans right and particularly in terms of and and i mean imagine think think about you know how significantly that can help you not only to achieve the goals that you need loans for but also to still be able to save money as you go along that's pretty cool right um you also get like better terms and like availability on certain loan products and that is also a pretty big deal and there are so many other you know uh benefits like insurance discounts you know housing options and all of these things that come with having a good credit score so checking your credit score is essential it's beneficial in the sense that you can take a look at you know how you've managed your credit and you can also see where you can improve on your credit so that you can you know get all of these added benefits that i was just referring to but we're going to get into that like in future episodes where we're going to be talking about money and finances and all that stuff so i got you don't worry i i I have the plaque i've got people that will be coming in and they'll be talking to us about these sort of things so stay tuned um so yes um that was point number six i think yeah okay and the last point which is not necessarily the least important it's probably the most important right is leave enough behind for rainy days ladies and gentlemen life is unpredictable we all know just how unpredictable life can be and sometimes life can be a bit of a bitch and especially when it comes to money we we need to really 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 keep our eyes open and we need to ensure that we stay out of as much danger as we possibly can and sometimes staying out of danger requires money okay and that means having rainy day funds that is essential right i i can't even stress it enough i think that in itself speaks on its own right it's essential for you to have rainy day funds because anything can happen at any time either to you or the people closest to you or the people that you care about and the last thing that you need is to be stuck in a financial situation where now you have to break bank or break into even like savings that you've put away for certain goals that you've that you set up or even having to go to the extent of you know loaning money from the bank or from other people in order to cover up 
you know these these unpredictable emergencies right so there's absolutely nothing wrong with bad things happening sometimes because that is life life happens to everybody life happens all the time you don't know when the worst thing that could possibly happen to you will happen to you there is the big thing i guess or the important thing is that at least your pocket is prepared for that and that's where the rainy day funds come in that speaks for itself guys i think that that's pretty obvious so yes those are basically my seven you know money saving tips right but with the seventh one i think i I just want to point this out and i just remembered this now that try not to get yourself in sticky situations also like be responsible and be disciplined the the best thing about financial wisdom is discipline if we can really get to a, a point where we're like okay i'm not gonna spend money frivolously just because i have it one thing my mom has taught me and that i think i will i i, I treasure so much is as much as you have money she, she would always say like as much as you've got money money is not always meant to be spent like that you have money doesn't mean you should spend it because when you spend your money and especially if you are unable to track where your money goes it's going to be very very hard for you then to you know recover the money and especially when situations come up where that money is now needed for essential things so it's no longer about you know spoiling yourself or doing nice things for other people now you know you will need that money to do important things but chances are you won't have that money because you've spent the money on things that aren't really important so yes let's be disciplined let's try to build you know a generation that is financially wise and financially disciplined and literate this is these are these are tools that have worked for me in terms of finances um even then i haven't perfected them but i'm getting there you know i i can see now okay i'm starting to let my money work for me now if i can just stick to this and stay disciplined i will see really really big changes and significant changes in my life in terms of my finances so hopefully these points will work for you and hopefully you know we can all just kind of you know make that stash together you know what i'm saying let's create our own bags guys and girls like we can't wait for bags to fall on our lap and we can't expect other people to create these bags for us you know i mean there's nothing more fulfilling than you know creating your own bag and enjoying your own bag because this is your hard work and your discipline that you are now enjoying the fruits of so i'm gonna go over the seven um money saving tips again just so you can jot them down if you are um or just to kind of refresh your memory on them so the first one i said was to absolve yourself of the guilt or let go of the negative feelings that you have towards money a good relationship with money always starts with a positive attitude so let's keep that in mind and remember that point number two is to make an honest account of your money spending habits so you know after you've brought yourself to the red table you need to pull out those receipts pull out those statements and you know highlight take notes of what you've been spending your money on where you can make changes and where you can make adjustments uh what you need to take out completely and you know just just kind of put a plan in motion 
in terms of how you're going to tackle these financial habits and kick the bad ones. Um, third point, set money goals for the future. It's very important for you to write them down because writing them down makes them a lot more tangible in your mind and achievable in your mind. And also remember and remember to make sure that these goals are reasonable. Um, you know, you, you don't want to sell yourself dreams and then disappoint yourself at the end of the day. That's, that's, that, there's nothing cute about that. Um, yes. So set money goals for the future. Number four, draft your budget. Draft and stick to your budget. Actually, I think I should have put that clearly draft and stick to your budget. So make um, a reasonable budget for yourself, a comfortable budget for yourself. Although this is going to require you to, to really make some sacrifices here and there. If your situation is dire, um, I, I don't know, you know, how it works for some people. For me personally, I've had to really, really, really just, you know, cut some shit out of my life so that I can make better, you know, financial choices and really, you know, set this bag up for myself. So draft and stick to your budget. Be disciplined when it comes to that. I know how tempting it is to look at something or to look at, um, you know, places that you want to go to or things you want to do and think to yourself, oh my gosh, like I have the money for this eating, like chill it eating, but my gosh, I have goals. Like I have goals and I want to achieve these goals because I know that these goals are going to be so fulfilling and this instant gratification that I'm going to get from this thing that is pushing me to spend money on is not worth it. I have to conv literally convincing myself that it's not worth it. And it takes a lot, like it's not going to be easy, but, but you know, once you, you, the more you do it, the better you become at it. And like the easier it is for you to sort of make these kind of sacrifices. So yes, draft and stick to your budget. Number five, invest when you can, when, and if you can, right. Um, you know, do your research, look around for, you know, some, some, places where you can invest your money whether it's the bank or some other you know financial um, institutions where you can save your uh, put your money away for you know some of your long-term goals if you have any or if you want to put money away for you know the people that will be coming into your life in the future it could be you know your spouse or your children whatever the case is you know invest but that would require you to do your research do your research Okay, number six, check your credit score. A good credit score means you get good deals on a whole lot of shit. And, you know, when I think about the insurance deals as well, or the insurance plans, the deals that you can get if you have a good credit score, honestly, when it comes to, you know, life happening to you and that requires insurance, a good insurance deal will always, 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 always be of a great help. So, Check your credit score, see where you can make some improvements, see where you can make some adjustments so that you can, and maybe even if you don't even have a credit score right now, if your credit score is bad and you haven't really taken stuff out on credit, see, you know, what are the, 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 the options that you have in terms of generating a good credit score and make sure also that you don't take on too much, um, credit such that you know, you won't be able to pay that money back. So, so yes, that's a, that's a key thing. Don't bite off too much. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Okay. And the last one, leave enough behind for rainy days. That speaks for itself. Emergencies happen, life happens, 
be financially ready for these events all right cool so that's it for today or that's it for this week that's all that i have to talk about so hopefully you guys have enjoyed this um episode i hope that you guys have enjoyed the content that i've set up for you as well um remember please do subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already um rate and review it as well tell me what you guys think tell me what you guys want to hear let's have a talk about it too you know like let's inter let's interact and have a chat about these things and uh yeah until next week please do take care of yourselves take care of your bags okay take care of that money all right and if you want to send me some money you know hit a girl up on twitter and i just might send you my number to send me an e-wallet but you know (laughs) (laughs) so um yes guys until next week please do take care of yourselves stay safe okay the country is opening the streets are opening but that doesn't mean that the rona is gone you know what i'm saying please do take care of yourselves and um yeah man i'll i'll catch you guys next week sharp <laughs>